following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Door, bumper, clear. Discipline on your entry. Clear by two, priest really shallow entry. Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 6 Cup car, the 8 Xfinity, the O2 truck, and the 73 Arca car. God, that's a lot I of work. I needed your help. No, you did not need my help. <laughs> What's your comment around trucks, Brett? Mm, a truck. Brett Griffin, yep. spotter for Collie uh, <laughs> Racing over the weekend. Beep. I spotted one race. And here we are, the morning after. Just, you kind of spotted half a race. One so. of the best races of the year. <laughs> kind of. Uh, what's up, Freddie Kraft? I wish I stuck to my <laughs> truck plan on Friday night. Oh, no, you got 24 more weeks to enjoy that. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, spotter for Bubba Wallace. Spotter for Chandler Smith on Saturday. And Derek Krause in the 20 truck on Friday. And I had about the worst speed weeks I've ever had in my entire life. So... That was no fun. How are you, Casey? Oh, I'm just swell. Casey Boat here. You're, I don't even know what my title is anymore. Back from Daytona. Make one up like you always do. (laughs) Well, let's just see how the show goes and I'm sure I'll keep buying one at the end. Uh, Back from Daytona, the longest recorded Daytona 500 at 230 laps and Ricky Stenhouse stole the show at the end. Besides your finishes that we can get into after. What do you guys think of the speed weeks or weekend? Uh, kind of a weird weekend getting there and right to qualifying. I mean, it was kind of weird. Yeah. Then, I mean, speed weeks was always the best because we were down there for what? Two almost weeks. two Just weeks. Days. Yeah, 10 yeah. days. You know, I, I was actually down there for 10 days, I think, but uh, you know, we used to go down early practice, qualify on the first weekend, have a couple of days off, then go back on, it just didn't feel like the Daytona 500 to me this year for some reason. It wasn't like, a buildup. It was. It was just the. It seemed like more of a normal race weekend yeah. where we were there for. You know, we got most guys. What did you guys fly on on Wednesday? I fly yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So you're there Wednesday. You're home Sunday. I was there. I was there Friday for some stuff in New Smyrna, but um, I enjoyed the short well, track race. It used during the to week. be we flew in on Thursday and there was the big NASCAR media day all day Thursday. Uh, I'll never forget the year. The first year they did it. Um, stations were literally taking hours and Elliot and, and all the guys have been sitting out there to go into this one trailer and I'm talking about for two hours and rolls Dale Earnhardt. Guess what Dale Earnhardt did? Walked right in. He went straight into the booth, <laughs> broke in line, did his session, came back out. Guess what they said to him? Nothing. Not a fucking word. <laughs> nope. This guy rolled in, did media day in five minutes. The rest of us have been there for half a day. But you anyway, know, man, you do media day. There's something to that, though. There's something to that. Like, oh, that's his intimidator. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that, that's like. Yeah. And that would have been, man, that would have probably been 2000 or 2001 when they started the big media day. Right. Um, and then you, like you said, man, Friday, you know, we'd practice and do all those things. We, we single run car to, runs and we, you didn't we, pull we, out in front of we, somebody. Yeah, Saturday we'd run the clash, you know, Sunday, literally all the drivers had to do was wake up and make one lap. So Saturday night, they'd all go out and have fun, have drinks. We had Monday, Tuesday off, but most guys just stayed down there and played golf. And then we fired up on Wednesday and we went hard from Wednesday morning until Sunday night. And so it did put off a completely different vibe than what we, you know, had this weekend in terms of product on track, stuff on TV, a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, Definitely changed, man. I I, got to tell you, though, you know, that race. They finally got going like they finally all got aggressive. I know we saw three wide for a couple (laughs) laps. 
that was probably my biggest disappointment in this race. And I said on this show weeks ago, I think this package needs a lot of work. It's personally my least favorite super speedway package I've ever seen race because we cannot go three wide for, for long amounts of time. And like I told Freddie last night, a text message, the more times you're saying three wide and four wide on your radio, the better the race is going to be at Daytona and Talladega. And then I literally said, how many times did you say it? I mean, if I ever said it, I don't remember. I don't remember ever being like in the beginning of the race, Bubba made some ground up. The only way to make it reminded me of ARCA racing. Like in ARCA racing is the way it is because the guys aren't experienced enough to, to be able to generate runs, but it's just two lanes and you can't go anywhere. The only way you can make up any ground, we did it in the beginning, was you kind of hunt the middle. And if you can get to the middle of the guy in front of you, like if you're in the, if you're in the top lane or the bottom lane, really, if you get to the middle, eventually you're going to weed that guy out to the top. Who's ever on the top is going to be shucked because everybody comes back to the middle. So you can get rid of one guy at a time and kind of make your way up that way. But there was really, if you were in the back, you were kind of stuck in the back. There's no more like you go to, you know, we used to be able to go, okay, if I'm, if it was last year, say it was Bubba, Justin and, and uh, Brad in the back, the three of us get together and go, Hey, we're going to get a run in the three. We're, we're going to jump to the, the top. We're going, we're going yeah. to go somewhere. Whatever. And we would make progress to where we would either get people to come up and help us or we just make progress on our own. There is no more of that. Like, if you get two guys to go to the top, they just get shucked out of line. They go to the back. Um, so, yeah, we – I don't know. We've we've somehow managed to, our two most popular forms of racing are super speedways and short tracks, I think, and and we've pretty much <laughs> both up now. Well, like so. the cars are unbelievably twitchy. They're obviously very unstable, and I told TJ this before the show started. It looked like I was watching a race at Atlanta in the fall where Corley Joy was up there and having some success. A lot of two wide there. You know, you had to be patient. I will say this about the package, though. It, it almost – and we're, we're obviously not racing tandem anymore like we were, but it's almost like when you can watch that 6 and 17 commit to each other, some of the other teams commit to each other. It's like a hybrid tandem. Like, if I get screwed up, don't leave me. Give me an opportunity to recover. A couple times yesterday I saw, you know, Harvick get let in, Bell let a teammate in. Uh, it, it's, it's like you got to have a buddy. Because if you don't have a buddy committed to stay to your bumper to push you, TJ, like you're in deep crap when, when it goes wrong. Yeah, I don't I, – I still think it's hard to make up ground like you used to. But, you know, Kyle went to the back numerous times and came back to the front. We we did it two or three times too. Everything You have to make really – it's not – you can't get two or three D together and, and just make up ground like you used to. It's – you got to be really calculated and things have to – it's just – it's hard for sure. But – the cars are a handful. Like I, I noticed, like in, they're like, a handful. That's that's why they can't run three wide. Well, that that's there's a reason why they're a handful too, though. I mean, you saw the cars, and you saw one of the front row, you know, cars that sat on the front row. He did not drive good, and he was all over the place when he was trying, when he was getting pushed and getting help, and he was hanging on and going to the corner, turning right. So, and that's a product of you're okay, trimmed out. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to be the front row or do you want to handle good? Yeah, and. I think there's a balance there, you know, that you have to try to find. And with a long race like that, I don't, I mean, yeah, the front row is great, but what do you, does it, you know, what does it give? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather have a good handling car. And I thought, I thought as far as the racing went, you know, we, we were, we were trying to find Chris at all points and I thought we worked really well together. We worked well with uh, a couple other Fords where, Really good. Priest did a really good job when he was running up there. He looked like he'd been doing it for 20 years, and I know he's been racing a long time, but mm -hmm. he's a he's a very skilled race car driver as well. And and it's definitely harder to get runs, and you got to be way more calculated than you've ever been 
Um, it's just not a, it's not as much of a free for all anymore. Yeah. But shout out to Ricky Stenhouse, third ever win, third win again at a Daytona Talladega style racetrack. And are all his wins at plate tracks? Yes, yes, all three wins. Uh, he does have a win at Daytona, obviously not a 500. He's got a win at Talladega now. Win here, I don't think he's won since like 2017 or something crazy. Yeah. So when you don't win in that amount of time, your career is not going to live much longer without something happening good for him. So Daytona 500 will keep you alive for a few more years. He's Kept, got a knack for. He's fit. great. He's a good play racer. He's a very good play racer. Yeah. So he's a good play racer. Got a good good play spotter. Uh, Tabs won a couple of Daytona 500s. At least one. At least. Well, I mean, obviously, he won last night. And I think he won one with Joey. Right? Yeah, I think he won think one so. with Joey. Yeah. Won some more play races. So it, it's like there's a handful of guys up there that that tend to win these these play races. And uh, you know, Ricky, I, I probably settled in today. Like I watched his interview live. Literally, I was standing on the front stretch while he was being interviewed. He was very subdued. Maybe he was shocked. But, like, he wasn't, like, screaming and going crazy. Like, it was just a very chill interview. Yeah. And, dude, you just won the f-ing Daytona 500. You know, I'd be crying, laughing, yeah. shooting Can you imagine beers. if Pastrana won that thing somehow? Oh, my God. Man, he a- was right there with I us. Know. Same with Jimmy. I mean, they I were up there. I hate to say this, but if Travis Pastrana had won that race, <laughs> that would be an embarrassment to our sport. Oh, stop. <laughs> I'm not, not going to uh, stop. I'm going to tell yeah. you again. If Travis Pastrana had won that race, it would be an embarrassment to our sport because it literally would say luck is greater than skill in some Daytona 500s. And some dates on a 500s it is. But yeah. that's what makes it exciting to you is you never know. That's what Kyle Busch said, who lucked into the win at the end of his interview because he was pissed. He was like, this was 1998. Caution comes out with two to go. I don't want a date on a 500. We go back green. I get wrecked. You just have to look in. Who lucked into this Daytona 500 win? He walked off. So if he's if he wins, is it luck? No. Hell no. It would have been <laughs> I mean, all skill. Listen, let, well, let's, let's talk about that for a second because <laughs> that was an interesting choice on the last restart, I think, listen, I don't think it was a bad, if you can execute it flawlessly, I think it's not a terrible move, but I don't know why we just talked about it. You can't make a third lane. You can't do anything. So why would you not just line your two cars up leading each lane and and go like and or, just see. or line up together from the jump yeah because when Austin let him down that bottom did not well, have yeah, momentum. I think you have a better if you're worried about RCR winning the race you take, take both, both lanes. lanes because yeah. they can't drive around you I mean if, if they, they might be able to get a run and back up and go around the top but you just got to be aggressive blocking it but they're, they're, if you just block both lanes I don't think you can get beat that way you know we talked about that in one of our Toyota meetings like you know if you've got seven Toyotas or six Toyotas lined up in the first six spots you're way better off going three and three than you ever will be lining all seven of us up, you know? Totally. Uh, I mean, you take me seven people that are dedicated to each other and I'll keep them in a line and I would take the high side. So you're okay. So you're, here's my, here's let's, let's put this scenario. out. I got seven Toyotas in a line and we're one, two, seven. And and then, and then the next three in line are Fords. So you'd rather give the Ford that's running eighth the front row with no seven in a row? Oh no no no! I'm saying if the if the pack's catching you, oh like, no, like I'm, in the Xfinity you, race are, there. So but. you're are you referencing when Kyle and Austin? Stood yeah, they on chose the front? they yeah. chose Cyber Lanes. They chose Cyber Lanes, which was right. But then they did I'm definitely the splitting. If you got six or you know if you got numbers, I'm even yeah. four. If you have four of you together, two I'm taking two. the front two rows. Yeah. Yeah. They knew when they chose separate lanes, they were going to do the the, the tandem style restart like we used to do, where the guy on top gets let down by the guy on the bottom. The problem was the top had all the momentum when Kyle yeah. pulled down. 
it was lights out. The yeah. bottom lane wasn't going well. So if they were going to do that, to, in my mind, they should have just both started on the bottom. That way they could get hooked up. Kyle's yeah. controlling the restart. He's the lead car. If you're, if you're going to do the whole let's get bumper to bumper, you got you got to start bumper to bumper. If you're going to do block both rows, yeah. you got to race independently yeah. and block both you, rows. You ha- if you're going to do that teammate restart, you have to be down at the start, finish, start line. finish line. Like, I don't, you, uh, like, here's the thing. Because it'll break that top up a little bit. But I don't. I don't think it even. If you know, it's becoming known now that if you're going to do the uh, whatever teammate, teammate restart. I, the icky shuffle, whatever, <laughs> um, it you don't come down right away. It takes a, a minute to get linked up. If the guy in fourth and sixth are know this is happening, they are going to get linked up and push as hard as they can because push. the guy in second on the bottom has to wait for you to get the the guy to come down before he can go. Yeah. By that time, the outside's already hooked up, and they have your right side doors the entire time. That's all the reason I'm telling you that was a dumb idea. Yeah. I'm not. It was a great idea to hold hold the front row if you're going to race. It's a great idea to get Nosatel on the bottom or top if you're going to race. But if you're going to try to do that kind of restart that late in the Daytona 500 when you literally only have to run one lap, you get back to the white, the race is over. So you all know we're only racing for a lap. We're going to wreck. It's just it's really hard. I mean, it's hard. You want to be with him. At the end of the race, so come if that race finishes under green, two teammates together probably could have paid, maybe would have paid off if they got bumper to bumper. Like yeah. if you pay, if you put, I that's think, the biggest. I think stay if all you, day. I think if you execute that properly, it's okay. It it works better, but they weren't. They were. They were still split it by a car executed. off of two. Yeah. You know, they were done. Like once they, were, they, yeah. they the top had the momentum and they still they hadn't were, gotten hooked up by turn two. Until they over. were done a minute. Kyle got in a throttle and a restart zone. They yeah. were already done. I mean, the way the top form, I, I don't the way think they out. were. I don't think they were done there, but they shouldn't. They were when we come off a of turn two, and the Kyle had a car lane gap, and then the next guy had a gap. That's when we were. That's when the inside row was done. Right, we there. had a restart late too, um, where Denny Hamlin wasn't able to get and stay on. I think it was a 16s bumper, and the bottom line was just completely dead. You know, like, and, and mm-hmm. then it just turns into a. I, but I, I can tell you, man, when they came out of four coming to the white, and Larson had that huge run. And they got three wide for a second, and then they started wrecking behind people, and then people started wrecking in front of people. Like it was crazy that that you had to go back to another, uh, essentially, another photo finish, not at the start finish line, to determine who won the race in back to back days. That's disappointing. Like to me, like that we, how do you end that race under yellow like that? You know but, what I mean? I mean, that like, goes for the Xfinity. What's your other option? Yeah. I know. I don't want to run 13 green-white checkers, <laughs> but I mean, the Daytona just, 950. That's your other option. I just hate that people that. I hate that the wreck in 10th place ruined the race for the win. You know what I mean? Like the wreck that happened right there didn't even have to happen. It was just a guy that was, I don't even know what you you don't shove in the middle of the corner like that. First of all, that's where you let him go. Anyway, you don't shove anybody like that, especially a guy that's in his first day. They're they're referencing Amarola (laughs) shoving Pastrana. Yes. Pastrana's probably the fifth car in line. Amarola hits him in the middle of the corner, turns him down. And here we go. We're wrecking again. But, yeah, it is – I don't know, man. Cra- crazy ending. Still a cool event. Still a fun weekend. Um, I just hope Ricky is more excited today than he was yesterday. <laughs> I'm sure he's 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 probably – Do you see the interview, interview Casey? Uh, this morning I was just listening to an interview on Sirius with Ricky, and he just seemed exhausted because I guess they were up till – over if I Yeah, they were up till 4 in the morning I celebrating. Hope, so I would hope he was hungover. I think yeah. he got his celebrating in after that. Let's talk about – TV coverage since did anybody watch it on TV? Andrew, I'm assuming I did. You did. You are you you weren't there. Well, I thought you were there. I had car trouble. Um, thanks to 
of car rental place. I'm not going to name oh. names. Um, and car they trouble. totally screwed me. So, yep. Oh, that's yep. interesting. Uh, uh, but I, I saw. What's that got, got to do with you watching I the race? Got on the plane I did watch the race night. just okay. on TV. And when I got on the plane last night, I saw a lot of commercial complaints. And I listen, they got to pay bills, but I don't know. It seemed like these complaints were over the top or I don't know if this is just people. But I also heard the there were now. comments and I don't know, Andrew, if you agree, uh, comments around the commercials being too loud. Did you hear that? Too loud? Did you see that? I didn't hear anything. I didn't see yeah, I, I, a few people tagged me in that. But I mean, listen, same with the Super Bowl, right? Like we saw a ton of commercials for the Super Bowl. I think this is yeah, but Super they don't Bowl. really they don't ever really like cut that cut away from third down at the Super Bowl. I agree. And <laughs> I, I will note that there were a few. Uh, but in a race, when do you cut away? Yeah, that, that's the issue. Is the racer is never I saw, really. Here's the thing I saw a lot of was a lot of people complaining that they went to side by side commercials during yellows and full screen commercials during green. Right. Like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if that's I'm not uh, familiar with the. TV production, like if you have, isn't that backwards? This, yes, that is backwards. Um, well, but, I mean, I'm not solid TV. observation. <laughs> I'm not but a TV. Person, I don't know. Like, I don't think you have to be. One. I don't know. <laughs> side by side is like oh, at this t- at this moment we have to be side by side, or you know. But yeah, that that seems like it would be backwards to me. One thing, one thing I promise you, you will not be at this year's Daytona 500 was the flyover, and then the flyover uh, after that, and the flyover after that, and then the flyover. Listen after to me. If you dude, were on the roof the one time, yeah, they you would your pants so there was that two guy, things that guy was close that guy was 20 feet over our head and <laughs> did you see the guy that came in front of the racetrack sideways sideways and did i you saw see, that that was nuts what was like that's crazy did you see the like the, the it's like the, the that, stuff coming off the plane yeah, what is what that? is that? that the sound barrier i don't I, know i listen when that i was weird. weird kevin hamlin has a video of it on his i think instagram story maybe when they came from the backstretch and split yeah. and that one plane went straight over the top of us I'm telling you I felt like I could reach up and touch the bottom so of it. Hey, and like, it about and it like about if I didn't have my headset on it would have been really well, painful we were yes. on pit road and it was literally moving pit road like yeah. an earthquake was I happening. felt that one in my chest a- like, Eddie was ne- he was next to me he wasn't paying attention and finally right when it went over he he it shook him he's like yeah but, so they did a practice the day before yeah you, I saw that that morning yeah I okay woke, so I woke up to it yeah, well, I got I got the uh, good old come on in here and get take this little test. So, oh, congratulations! So Here's I'm in sample. there. Guess Did when you the piss first excellence? Uh, like a whole cup of it, man. All right, I um, love it. So the best part about this is I the I'm in there, you know, and the first flyover happens, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna, uh, <laughs> so you you made a mess. I almost made a mess. It was really close. Oh. Was, I mean, that thing shook the building. Oh, wow. I didn't know. And there was no warning. They just, the first time over, was like, yeah, here you are trying to perform. Here I am and, trying to, you know. In the middle of your performance. Trying to piss excellence here, and I can't even do it. But I don't want to spill any. People, I don't I waste like, any of that. I feel like that's almost a consequence if you say something dumb on the show the week before. So that must be a good well, start Well, I passed like three other you. spotters on the way. So, I mean, our, the best spot. Listen, I can't really rap, beat on too bad here. <laughs> so the 17 is not running the last practice. And uh, guess who else got a, a good over? <laughs> yes, he, he was so mad he had to get up. It's in. random, but they got both Roush spotters. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> um, so Well, it was for Xfinity. Have said what it was you said ex- on the show two weeks ago. It was ago. Xfinity. It was Xfinity test. Oh. Um, but so I'm Herm texts me, and he it was we had to be there between 8 and 10. Yeah. <laughs> and Herm, we, he Herm wasn't like Herm's a big early riser. Yeah, he, oh, he was not. He was not happy. 
So yeah, Herm was a little grumpy. Well, besides the on-track action, I know, I mean, Daytona 500 was sold out. Uh, Truck saw the best Daytona attendance since 2011. And even Xfinity was, had incredible attendance. what do you guys think of really the atmosphere, um, performances, just general vibe from the weekend? I thought the truck race, if they had the most people that are start, they probably had the least to finish because that yeah. was a nightmare. Um, but it's not, it's not there. Just, rain, no, rain also didn't. Yeah, rain. no. Yeah, and it rained. And listen, like they were, it's, it's hard to fault them for it because of what happened there last year, but they were not messing around with rain this year. If the were if somebody said sprint, there was a yellow coming out. Like a, the, anybody called in sprinkle yeah. or any mist, they were putting yellow out. Which I'm fine. It's safer. It's much safer there because you know if it's misting at one point of that place, it could be pouring in the next turn. We get so, mad. We get mad at it when they do. But honestly, it, it is probably the right call. And, points. And, but like we, I think me and you talked about this. We got back. So in the beginning of the race, it was like it started misting. We put it out. The end of the race, there it's under red. We go back up yeah. there. It's misting harder than it had been, and they're like, "Okay, roll them off pit road under red." And I'm like, "What are yeah. we doing? Like, it's it's this was this was a caution in the beginning like, of race. I think the, they were probably a little too cautious with it in the beginning, and then by the end, it like was there should be no difference. But I mean, I'd rather be safe than sorry because you don't want to go in there yeah. and wreck all them cars. It's so fun to watch truck race on TV. That's all I'm gonna say to you guys. It's yeah. a lot more fun to watch it than it is to spot it. Oh, it's chaos. I love watching them on TV. I want you to do an ARCA race. Uh, I did one about 10 years ago. I want you to do another Daytona ARCA race. I got roped into one year of ARCA spotting by Eddie. Not Tim George. Or no, No, Tim George was a driver. The Prince? Eddie Eddie Sharp. Sharp. Yeah, Eddie Sharp, who's a guy who I thought a lot of, and he called me. He said, hey, man, I really need your help. And I'm all about helping friends. I got roped into this with another driver, too. And he was like, yeah, I need your help, man. I need you to spot a few ARCA races. I'm like, okay, man, I'll help you. It wasn't a few. It was like seven or 11. And I'm like, Eddie, no, a few is three. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, the longest race ever. Which one, the ARCA? No, ARCA. No. Yeah, that was. Uh, I feel like the truck race was longer. <laughs> so, well, only because of rain. I ARCA was can't watch ARCA. great weather. Like, I'm just going to say it out loud. So did you I see can't the, watch uh, ARCA. I love truck racing, Xfinity racing, cup racing. I can't watch an ARCA race. Did you see there's two things? They just Truex put out a tweet like if you're a numerical person or whatever, it's the 19, 19th, his 19th Daytona 500 is running on the 19th. I think yeah. I think he ended up getting in a wreck with 19 to go. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I, think, I don't know. <laughs> and they're also uh, uh, for ARCA qualifying the um, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the TV show guy. Um, I don't know. Uh, Adam Frankie Muniz. Frankie yes. Muniz. So, oh, it, so he qualified and was one position away from being in the very middle. So he was almost Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, for qualifying. The, who spotted for him? Was he ever three wide? Frank, Malcolm, you're in the middle. Frankie. One thing I took, I did <laughs> <Frank> watch. <Kimmel. laughs> I did watch some of that Arca race. And one thing I think that needs to be addressed in that series and really all series, if, if we're if we're being honest. Uh, that 69 car, which I think the guy's name is Scott Melton. What a great number. He, uh, <laughs> he wrecked, he got wrecked. He got run over from behind, got turned in the fence yeah. and his car caught on fire and mm, he 69 on fire. He could not get out of the car with his helmet on. You saw him try multiple what? times. Oh, I did. I saw and that. He could not get out. He's like 61 years old. He's an older guy. Yeah. Yeah. I saw and, that fire. And that was he scary. He could not get out. He actually, you saw him try to get out twice. You could see him hitting his head on the roll yeah, bar. Yeah. I saw and that. And then he had to go back in in the car that's full of smoke. The fire had kind of been out by then, but the car is full of smoke. Now he's got to take his helmet off and then try to get out. Like the, this, there should be some 
you should be able to display that you can get out of your car, whether it's, you know, come to your, you know, we do safety checks all the time about, you know, checking the guy's equipment. Yeah. But if you can't get out of your car, if that thing's on fire, he's in a lot of trouble. Well, we were in, I was in the meeting with uh, Wayne Naughton talking to the Xfinity guys, and he said, make sure you practice getting out of your car with on the glass side yeah. too. Cause I mean, yeah, but you, you can't leave it up to them. NASCAR should make these guys do it in front of them. Like this guy yeah. literally couldn't get out of the car. Like you, you, I'm sure they tell them guys, make sure you can, but this guy could not. And yeah. you could see him struggling, trying to get out. Like he goes one time, goes back in, goes the next time. I notice he hit his head on the roll bar, he goes did. back in. Yeah. And then he starts taking his helmet off because he can't get out with his, with all this stuff on. So yeah. listen, if you can't bail out of that thing in a hurry, you don't need to be in there. Mm-hmm. That's why the in the new cars, the doors and stuff are bigger on the cup stuff. Also, so if you're 61, I don't know if you need to be in there. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with anybody. Yeah, if, still. But if, if you better be able to get out. Yeah. I mean, heck, <laughs> Arca Race, one of the, one of the um, spotters got told to shut the F up by the driver. That was interesting. Nice. Oh, who was it? I don't want to say. Text oh, him. you can't just tell, tell us you. and Text not tell us. us the name. I've been giving him a I'm hard time. If an Arca driver tells you to shut up. You got the guy's been around a long time though, so he's uh he's not you're gonna probably It's like is it Cup Spotter? No, no. Part time. Huh. Our friends at RacingUSA.com are at it again. You can get free shipping when you pre-order your 124th scale Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Daytona 500 race win diecast at RacingUSA.com today through Thursday when you enter DOOR as your gift card code when you check out. This is an exclusive savings for DOOR bumper clear listeners only. RacingUSA.com will also be offering some exclusive DOOR bumper clear items in 2023. They started with an exclusive door bumper clear t-shirt and the official door bumper clear shot glass and more items will be coming soon. Just click on the banner at the bottom of their homepage or key DBC into their search bar to see what's available. Every racing USA product sold is discounted every day. You're guaranteed the lowest pre-order prices. Your in-stock orders are shipped the very next business day. And you can select from a wide assortment of the newest officially licensed diecast apparel, hats, helmets, novelties, and collectibles for the sport's most popular drivers, many of which are exclusive to RacingUSA.com. Go to RacingUSA.com before midnight Thursday, February 23rd to take advantage of their free shipping offer on your Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 124th scale Daytona 500 race win diecast. And don't forget to enter DOOR as your gift card code when you check out to claim your exclusive DOOR bumper clear savings. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bumper to get 10% off your first month. All right. Well, I think we've BS enough. Let's hit in the spot on, spot off. Spot on, spot off. Spot off. Spot on. <laughs> yeah, spot on. It was super fun yesterday to ride around there. And I am spot off. Damn. Where did he come from? Freddie, since you are on top of your game today, spot on, spot off. I'm out of notes, by the way, so this is it. I'm done. <laughs> Thankfully, we are at the final topic. Golden Goosies. Already? Golden Goosies. know that we can handle it much more. I thought it was a good race. I don't think a lot of people agreed with you. This is what I, I told you we should see a spot on, spot off. I absolutely told you we should skip it. Straight to DBC picks. We should just go chicken. Let's start one idiot right now. Yeah, let's just, I mean, what an idiot could probably be a, a 30-minute segment right now. First topic, NASCAR holds only two cup practices before the Daytona 500. Brett, spot on, spot off. Um, spot on for holding two practices before the Daytona 500. It would have been nice to have practice before the qualifying session on Wednesday night or the duels on Thursday. And, and I'll go ahead and give away my what an idiot in this section. Why would you put Chandler Smith 
and Travis Pastrana on a racetrack for your biggest race of the year with guys that have no experience in this car, no experience in the Cup Series, why would you put them in a position to not get an opportunity to practice prior to racing in the duels? Why would you not give them an opportunity to practice prior to going out for qualifying? Why, if you were a competitor like a Kevin Harvick, would you even want them guys anywhere around you when they haven't had any practice? So I don't know how that works with television, NASCAR, where the buck stops for that decision, but this is my what an idiot for the week of whoever said yes to this because it, it almost is unsafe for the drivers to do this this way. Those guys, their teams, I mean, you look at a colleague, that's a brand new team. Look at a 2311, brand new team, right? You're, you, we have too much invested here and there's so few spots to be gained. You're looking at four spots that, that, that can make this race. Uh, for the investment that it takes from the team, sponsors, obviously a big brand. I mean, Travis Pastrana is a global brand. Like, give that guy an opportunity. Give Chandler Smith an opportunity to go out there, buckle into their cars, make some laps, get comfortable, make sure nothing crazy is going on with their car, and let them gain some experience. So I was very, very frustrated. Clearly, my car didn't make the dates on a 500. You're going to think that makes me more biased. It actually doesn't. I'm telling you, this is a major, major, major miss for me. Spot off. Yeah, I I don't listen. I think you know. I don't know if, what the answer is because I could see them thinking you know, oh, these are the premier teams and 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 you know the reason why Chandler didn't miss the race wasn't anything to do with Chandler. There was a, a mechanical issue. Same with Connor Daly. He got by the time he got out there, he's riding around on a pogo stick. It looked like like that thing's bouncing all over the place. Um, so I don't know. You know. You really driver wise, like Travis was having to practice launches in a parking lot last week, you know, That's before we got down there. Like because he <clears throat> like so much like if you listen to anybody during the broadcast, a, a gigantic part of qualifying on on speed is the launch off a of pit road. Like just getting through the gear, getting off pit road, minimizing your wheel spin, don't lug the motor, and then getting through the gears. And Travis is doing this for the first time in a parking lot, you know, and and I don't understand. I, I don't. I mean, if you have maybe a rookie practice or just, I mean, all you need is a damn you need thirty minutes. Not even. I don't even think you need. I mean, 10, 15 minutes. Let everybody get one run off pit road. I mean, it. It. I, I don't really understand it. I know that you know you expect the premier drivers and the premier teams to be prepared and, and go out there and make a lap. But but these like, aren't these premier aren't drivers. Premier drivers. This is these are rookies that have never done this before. These aren't premier drivers and they're not premier teams either because they're brand new teams. Even though they're within a, a, a successful organization, clearly they're not, they're not premier teams. I'm, well, you were, you would hope that if I'm not saying they are, but you would hope that your 40, your 36 charters and your 40 cars that show up, these are supposed to be the premier teams in the land of yeah. what we're doing, you yeah. know, and and if they're not prepared to be there, then maybe they shouldn't be. You know, that's that 50 car when it left pit road the other night, it was bouncing around the racetrack like that. Like it, it, they, they, that team looked like they didn't belong anywhere near that racetrack. I am. Uh, I'm spot on for the two practices. I just think they're at the wrong times. I think. Uh, Agree. I, I, and I'm even fine with qualifying because not having one before qualifying because there that's just for it's just sets the lineup for the duels. I mean honestly Pachano's not out there a threat for the pole. I mean Yeah, but it made a big difference. But I, I don't the think lock -ins. you have two or three guys that but those lock ins, I mean, they had a chance to race 
Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like when Travis. Did Travis to... didn't have to worry about anything on Thursday because he was locked in. Yeah. Did Jimmy Johnson have anything to worry but about? But it also, it also that, mean, uh, that it, affects it the guys who easy. do run. It shouldn't be easy to go there and do this. And if you're gonna go and if you're going, I mean, he's been in NASCAR stuff before. He's got an idea, and if you, if you're gonna go right to the cup level, you need to be ready. We shouldn't cater to guys that are okay. Well, you're a, you're a motocross guy, can run the 500 now. We should give you some practice. No, you should. Work your way to that point. If you're going to come in with there with the big so dogs, so you think a rookie should buckle in and go out there and race at Daytona with no? What practice? if you were the wreck your that's car? That's what we did. I didn't say. I didn't say. Well, that's why I'm saying I, no. I said we should. I don't. I don't think we need to practice before qualifying. I think we need to practice for the for the duels. Before the duels. I think we could have had a practice Thursday morning before you, the duels. You, you could have had a practice on Wednesday for one hour. Let teams go out there and do their thing. I don't care if you're doing groups. I don't care if you're doing rookies or whatever. Practice for one hour. Let these guys go over these cars because I promise you Chandler Smith would have had an opportunity to make the race on speed if we'd have had that practice. Nobody's going to draft Secondly, doesn't matter. Secondly, you go out there and you run qualifying, then you impound the cars. Now you've had the practice, now you've had the qualifying, then you put them in the duel. And I don't care if you practice the rest of the weekend before the 500, but putting rookies out there with no experience in that situation, and, and, and this isn't – um, this isn't Charlotte where but you're I mean, out you're there riding around on your own fate. This is Daytona. Listen to what you just said, though. A rookie with no experience is running the Daytona 500. Well, how, how do you want to get experience if they don't practice? So Chandler Smith's got experience, just not in a cup car there. He's got experience at Daytona. He's got quite a bit of experience at Daytona in other series. He knows what he's doing. So these guys, this isn't like this guy just came off his couch and was like, I'm going to go run Daytona. And he, it shouldn't be that easy. To, you shouldn't go to Daytona for the first time. I mean, this is a... A, a huge race. I mean, you don't just you don't you're not a you don't come off of a practice squad and go play in a Super Bowl for your first game. That's the point of it. That's why they need practice. But I'm but, saying you you get you, we have other series for getting to that level. That's, I, don't, that's, I, I don't think you get it. I mean, but you're <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> TJ. At the same time, <laughs> if a Travis Pastrana who maybe has only had a few starts goes out without practice and wrecks your car, who should be in oh he'd be living yeah. he'd be so pissed off yeah it would he'd, be he'd mad be why'd going, you wreck my car oh, why'd you let this guy in this race without any but experience in practice, practice? <laughs> I mean if, he would if, lose his shit if, I wish that would happen if we get to the cup level and you don't know what you're doing you probably shouldn't be out there I listen I think that, I, that they know what they're doing but it's at the same time like to have this guy come in here this is like talk about Travis we'll just key on him like he's a good example like this guy's practicing in the parking lot. Like, That's I mean, it worked. But he's getting ready for the Daytona 500 it, in the parking lot. It worked. It worked because he was able to. And and I don't know. Like, I I see it both ways. I, you know, if you like, I agree. If you're in the if you're in the Daytona 500, you should be one of the best 36, 40, whatever it is, drivers in the world and or in in our in our former racing. Um. So, listen. I the teams should have been prepared. The drivers. I don't know how they were going to gotten prepared except for going in the parking lots and practicing, but same time, like there's, it, I feel like you could have made it all a mute point with one 20 minute practice on Wednesday afternoon. Also, I don't, one thing that I bet you we practice next year. Probably. I, so. I think, um, but you got Del a problem. Dale Ju- uh, Jr. even tweeted. What did he tweet? I don't know. One hour practice on Wednesday. Yeah, he did. But it's still, like, is it too that, much practice? That could be the only practice of the week. Like it could be just rate that one. Well, practice. You look at the last practice. Only half the cars ran. So what are we doing there? You know what I mean? Like only half the cars ran. Is that one even? But that was after and the I didn't duels. Even run. I, the practice yeah. on whatever, what day we practiced. We had one on Friday. Fr- no, we had uh, one on Friday, Friday and Saturday. Friday, I just did pit road runs. I never, I did yeah. pit road What'd runs. What you do on Saturday? Nothing. <laughs> See, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when you get through the duel with your car, you like, you're not going to do anything because you don't, that's, you don't want to You know how good your scramble. car is. So yeah, 
I mean, we had one backup car there for all of us. We, we had ran, all, with we the ran shop, all the practices, but, but I mean, I, I noticed a lot of them didn't run the last practice, so. But. TJ, spot on, spot oh, off. Oh, God. All four Junior Motorsports drivers found themselves in contention in the closing laps of the Xfinity Series race with only one of them How finishing in the up, top TJ? 10, and that was Justin Allgaier who finished third. What'd you think? Y'all f- that up. I mean, bad. Oh. Like, real bad. Real bad. I don't know who's in charge of that, but <laughs> that's well, why I asked. What should I say? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that, I, I'm trying to figure out if that's a JR on his head or a JA because he's such a big Allgaier yeah. fan. This so, week. Um, well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you if you want me. Should I say thanks, Justin? Thanks, I mean, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that I'm spot off. There's zero reason why uh, JRM car shouldn't have won that race and been for the top six or seven cars, no matter what, with a win. So there's. When you have, that is a dream scenario to have at the end of the race. Even if you're second, third, fourth, and fifth with, well, I mean, how, everybody's in line. Nobody can make a move and you have four strong cars right there. The 21's a sitting duck. They're, the like, 21 was a sitting duck for 20 laps and won the race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so there was a plan to run. There was a plan. Some to, people weren't on it. <laughs> well, he, uh, well, what was the plan? Please share the plan. Wi-Fi was broke on the seven box. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, you have all. We were told that we're going with you on the last lap when you make your move. That way, and we're gonna bring as many as we. If somebody were to make a move, like a like behind us, two or three can get down and block it. We can we can adjust accordingly. But nobody was moving yet. We we started racing each other before anyone else started racing, and that's how you lose a race. And we had a plan that when we made our move. The seven was going to go with us and push us by and we would pull him and then we would race for the win and pull the other guys with us. And we're all four basically racing for a win. Um, and that was, you know, we're not going to move at that point. Why would you move to the last lap? Right. You're, you're basically in control. Now, if other teams move, we adjust to that. If the 19 and 20 start making a move, yeah, we get three of us down, maybe four of us. If they have to adjust to them, no problem. Um, but coming through the dog leg there, I'm, in line with you inside the seven, like, Oh, okay. So if we're racing with two to go now. And from that point on the gloves are off for everybody. You just went from having four cars, teammates lined up to basically everybody's for themselves right now. The team, the whole team thing is out of the picture. In my opinion, that's how it goes. I mean, Josh is we're running second. We specifically ran multiple three or four pit road entries in practice to learn our point where we could go the deepest to and get a good pit road if we had to pit under green because that's where some of these things are won. That's how you get your track position, right? So Lagana one is dual. You get you learn how where you can go and Justin pit hit pit road and we knew our mark was way past him. So Josh just goes around the outside of him. Nope. Clears him before the line. Is there an issue with that, you think? No. So because we worked on it. And we all get we get control of that deal and you know I, I thought we were in a good position to finish first through third. I thought we had a good shot at a win, but I knew we were probably going to finish top three and have a good run, but that just got thrown out the window and then we get a run down the back. And at that point you're racing. If you're coming back to the white flag are you, and you got a huge run down the back and you're fourth, are you taking it? Take it. I'm taking it. Every and time. Josh moved and I don't know why Brandon moved. Brandon moved a little bit to block it and we hooked him down to inside and then there goes one car and then we flip another one over. We run out of gas because we were only good for the... So what's his debrief look like? Uh, good question. I don't know. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> you could see, like, obviously, everybody wants to win the, 
race of Daytona. Course. You know, so Josh is doing what he needs to do because the twenty, like the, we said, the twenty one's a sitting duck for the entire time he's leading there. That whole single file line, the twenty mm-hmm. one's out front, and he's he's essentially we made screwed. him look like a genius. Yeah. So then, I mean, he's a great plate racer. And I, wrong, we were we had lost the draft. We got tangled up with getting side drafted by a slower car at the back, and we ended up losing the draft. And I. I told Chandler, I'm like, we're, 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 I'm on channel two. Like, we're probably, we're probably screwed here. Like, nobody's going to go anywhere to the last lap because why would they? And then as soon as the seven pulled out on two to go, I'm like, we got a shot because they're going to get racy. I said, we just need them to wreck before they get to three. And then, you know, they end up, but like, the, all they had to do at any point was. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know you do. But like, the, if, the, if he just accidentally, the eight gets out of line accidentally, four cars are going by the 21 at least. And then he's scrambling to find the next car, whether it's the fifth guy, sixth guy in line, whoever it is, to, to push him back up to them. But by then, you guys are all probably clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just. Did you see the, Austin move? So right before like two or three last four, he started doing this. I was like, Josh, don't get baited in anything here. You start moving down. This guy's going to try to bait you into something to get you guys racing. Don't move. Just stay in that top lane. He kept swerving all around. Josh followed him a little bit, but then he just let him yeah. do it. But Austin's really smart because he was trying to get – He it almost worked. It, well, I mean, it did work. He won the race. Well, pretty sure something worked. <laughs> well, those moves didn't work. Yeah. I mean, he just – I guarantee you when he saw us racing in a mirror, he was like, it's oh, just, yeah. You know, it's just like I if, – if that happened with colleague racing and me and Brett were spotting, we'd be getting our asses chewed out because – like every time, that's all. Like, make sure we win. That's all that matters. Like, it don't matter. I don't care which one he is win, but make sure, make we, sure win. we win. Make sure we win. You know, and and that that, that deal there, uh, they yeah, made sure was, that they didn't win. There essentially, no they there was no we in any yeah, of that stuff. They, you guys made sure, not you, but the guys behind you made sure that nobody won. And now instead of a trophy, it caught me off off guard because I'm. We're planning for the last lap here, and then also well, that's like, the problem. Inside, inside, that's inside. the problem with having a plan is the other guys know your plan too, so they can try to screw you. Like, and apparently you yeah, hope your I mean, teammates I, don't do that. But but that's fine. I was okay. I mean, if thing. you're the last guy in line, you know you're kind of a sitting duck. Yeah. But if you have teammates in front of you, well, that's the thing you get with a buffer. Like, if you're running the top and you've got four cars in line, the last guy's kind of a sacrificial lamb. But if somebody goes, they might be able to <laughs> jump him. Say that again, but <laughs> sacrificial. <laughs> Yeah. 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 You don't know what that is? That's just funny. So, uh, you know, th- that one guy's probably screwed, but the next yeah. three can move down and block whatever run comes. And the 21 might be able to block with but that's you. That's why but, you have numbers. But that's why you got four cars yes. in a row. That's why you have numbers. <laughs> it's just, it was, they they bungled that about as bad as you could do it. As a spotter, I hate getting caught off guard. Like, because it takes me a few seconds after that what to the be like, happened? first thing I think is, what the f is he doing? The second thing I think is, what do we need to do now? I like checked it, that box. It, 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 yeah, it, it, it took. I always took me just a little bit of time to get my brain back together around. Okay, the whole scenario I was painting. Now we threw the picture out the window. What, I got to find another picture to paint. Like it happened it was, to me in the Cup race yesterday. So we, we, you know, we got up front there. We're pushing the fourteen along and just trying to get me at, or trying to get the twenty three yeah. and the nineteen clear of Denny, so we can both get up in front of Denny. Yeah. So then that we get the shove, we get a good shove, we both get clear, we pass to the fourteen. We're going on a back stretch. And Denny kind of runs the 19 through the back of us. And it, like, it's hard to tell uh, depth on the back straightaway, obviously. Right. Cause what it's are you so saying flat. about Denny? Drove him right through the back. I'm saying, what? listen, bad <laughs> happens when the 19, 11, and 23 get near each other. We punted Denny at uh, LA. Denny wrecks us yesterday. Uh, but like, I didn't, like, it's hard to tell. Like, you get turned into the wall like that. So it looks to me yeah. like we're going down the back stretch and Martin just yanks out. And I'm like, he doing like yeah. I was like wait a minute what's going on here and then Bubba's slow and I'm like okay now I gotta get we're going to pit road but same thing like if you yeah, have something happens you're like because we like biggest thing that I think 
you is the anticipation of plate races of what's going to happen. Yes. So you're looking kind of a couple laps ahead and this where these runs are coming from. And then all of a sudden that just all gets crumbled up and thrown out the window. And you're like, wait a minute, what the hell's going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like you're uh, sounds like you're turning on Denny a little bit here. Uh, yeah, no, well, I, I, I didn't see what you thought about Denny. Then you didn't nah, follow it back with I didn't hear the word great. I know pay, it was payback for the Coliseum. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Of course he's great. I still got to get paid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh. this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, Brett, they can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And, and there's really no shame these days in, in, in getting help when you need it. It can, man. And you got to be careful and uh, you don't want to carry that around by yourself. That's where these guys come in handy. Whether you've been in therapy uh, or new to the process, BetterHelp will give you the tools and to positive thinking and coping skills and how to manage those boundaries. Therapy empowers you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy is not just for those with major traumas. You know, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out one brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bumper today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bumper. Freddie, yes. when asked if he blamed Brad Keselowski for his late race overtime moves, Austin Dillon said that the six car just drove through the 24. It's what he does. His car is good enough where he can drive through whoever he needs to and push them out of the way or wreck them. That's the desperation they're in right now. Um, spot Damn, on, spot TJ, on. he called you Speak- desperate. Oh, no. Oh, don't worry. Speaking TJ, of, we have some topics for you. You, you tell us. Speaking of us driving through Danny at the Coliseum, this guy really complained about somebody driving through the back of him yesterday? I don't get it. Uh, He's, I've never seen Austin drive through anymore. <laughs> Nobody. What I mean, it's, mean? Been, it's been at least, what, two weeks now? Two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's two weeks from the class to um, here. Listen, I mm-hmm. watched the replay of this, and I don't know, I don't know if... if Austin I can tell you where he fed, got his info. He, he got, got fed. Info. He got fed some bad info because the six never touched him. Uh, the six never touched twenty four. There was a gap there the whole time until maybe Austin started wrecking and the twenty four got checked up. Maybe the six made it got to twenty four then, but Austin was already well on his way to wrecking. So to get out and speak to something that you, you don't really know what you're talking about is probably not a good idea. Like let go look at a replay before you condemn Brad. He was told, Brad and he was told by another driver in, yeah. on the ride into the inf- infield Brad, that he was hit. Brad, I'm going to guess that driver was Byron. <laughs> I'm going to guess you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I want three of you mother <laughs> mad at each other. Brad, That'd be awesome. Brad, Brad and the 17 were doing the best job of anybody. I thought they were the two best cars probably all day. All day. And they were doing the best job of pushing with each other Committed. or pushing other guys, yes. other Fords. Uh, Priest, I think it was Priest and Brad in one of the stages. Yeah, Pri- I'm telling them. you, Priest, did a, Priest was doing a hell of a job. Um, but, you know, they were doing a great job. And listen, Brad gets a bad rap, obviously, because he wrecked about half the field last year. So, you know, this was an easy <laughs> guy to blame here. But That's still I, top of mind I, for you. I, and I don't <laughs> And I don't really, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, obviously, he got bad info and shouldn't have said what he said. But I don't know where he came from. Desperation, like Brad was. TJ, TJ, is there is there any desperation on Brad's side right now? There was no. Did you see desperation driving yesterday? I saw desperation in L.A. when the guy launched to the corner and through the back of my car. That's when I, not you. Oh, I saw desperation too. That was actually the 99. So, and he was actually desperate in the duel as well. Um, But yeah, there's no desperation there. We we drove. I don't think Brad and Chris could have drove a smarter race with each other. We were in position up in the front, controlling the race until 
You know, you, you never know how these things are going to shake Speaking out. Of, there. Did that catch you off guard? Them guys going as early really. as you did. I mean, I I thought they would wait until later, but I was ready for it. But I, I was just ready to pull Chris. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a teammate. We knew if it came down to the last lap, you need a pusher. And if you're going to win this 500, and if it goes to the checker flag, you're going to need help. And we knew our best chances were with a teammate. So I thought Chris and Brad drove a exactly what they needed to do the whole race. And we were able to control near the end and things didn't work out, but I don't think they did anything wrong. I just, it's just circumstances. I'm spot on. This is great. Cause you're not involved. I don't, I don't have a dog on the fight. I got AD three hats in the truck for you guys. I'll give you both <laughs> one. I, uh, he just, he I said just, it, he said he was sorry. He didn't know. He didn't have the right. Info, I just really so. laughed. At who him. said he was sorry? Austin. Austin. To who? He told me. So, I mean, props to him. I t- that takes yeah, a lot. I mean, he, he said it wasn't, he said he just had, he told info. us he was sorry too. I think. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I'm really sorry about that. He said it to you on TV. He mf TJ on TV and then privately said he was sorry. Really MF me, but um, said your team's desperate. That's you. Oh well, yeah, you're on well, the team. You guys can watch uh, Austin's initial reaction on Bob's Twitter. So be sure to tune in there. But that's at least we know like he apologized. That's why I like them interviews right oh, away. Oh, perfect. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Content. Uh, spot on, spot off. NASCAR is in active talks to bring a race to the New York City area per COO Steve O'Donnell. And they're also looking at possible cup races in Denver, Seattle, Mexico, Canada, and an international series in the Middle East. Brett's going to be the international <laughs> series director. No. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Uh, Good foreign spot relations. Spot on, spot off, Brett. <laughs> what the hell are we going to do with Kyle Busch if we go back to Mexico? <laughs> Oh God! Like is that going to be a problem? <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna sit that one out. One race waiver for he's the gonna need a waiver. <laughs> Can't be packing. <laughs> Got to pack easy light when you go to Mexico. Not heavy. Uh, look, I'm spot on for new markets. Um, I'm spot on for the markets he referenced here. I think there's a lot of opportunity in a lot of these places, but I still stand by what I said last last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, about where I think our fan base lives. I mean, I, I had a conversation yesterday with a COO of a company, and I said, man, the crazy thing is we can go to Brooklyn, Michigan, in the middle of nowhere, and kind of sell a sell a place out, sell a lot of tickets. We can go to downtown Indianapolis, and we can't sell about 20,000 seats. Like, it's kind of weird how our, it is weird. our fan base, to, you know, does different things to different markets, different tracks. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, I think going new places is good. I can't tell you, I think this cap of 38 races, 37 races, whatever we're running, I think if we're looking at all these things, that number goes up. Yeah, I, listen, I'm fine, especially in New York. Uh, that's my home. That's where I kind of grew up, not about an hour from New York City. So uh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with any of these places as long as it's an oval of some sort. Uh, I don't want to add five road courses or street courses to the schedule. I'm fine with maybe a rotating street course if we go to Chicago for three years and then we go to pick one of these other cities, New York, for a couple of years and move around if that if that's the plan. But I don't think you want to add five more street courses unless this one is some kind of great you know success, which I, I don't I don't know that that's going to happen, but. Um, yeah, I don't like the Seattle was one that I like Seattle. I feel like the fan bases in Seattle are rabid. Like every sport they got out there, the fan bases go wild. So I'd love to go out there for a race and see what happens. Uh, Mexico. I don't know. I wasn't around back in those days. I, there Mexico wasn't, City. It wasn't a lot of fun for the teams. No. Like you had a, you, no. you were kind of easy mac and cheese and there. Like coffee maker. Yeah. With but, your water you brought from home. Yes. Yeah. So I, depending on where we're going, I don't know that I'd love a trip to Mexico. 
Um, yeah, but take us to Cancun. It'd be awesome. Take us Cabo. I like Cabo. Yeah. I Cabo's there. Americanized. Take us there. Um, what about the bridge to the Atlantis? Is there can we race cars across <laughs> that? that? Well, my dad used to race across that bridge, boat racing, so I'd highly not recommend that. You mean that. under it? Under it, yeah. If he was across it, that would be a bad day. <laughs> under it, over it, whatever. Oh, any additional thoughts? Where would you guys want to go in general? Uh, man. Myrtle Beach. God. They already took, did that place gone yet? Did it's they, gone. It's sad. Tear my beer. Yeah. Oh, of, uh, li- of this list right here, where you, what's New York, your... New York for me, just because I, mean, I, I can go home. <laughs> I would like to see how Chicago does, but I definitely think a street course in New York. Um, so just a little info for the Chicago. Uh, tickets start at $269. I knew they did that for you. Nice. Um, I did, totally. For the full weekend, it includes four concerts, which is the Chainsmokers, the Black Crows, Charlie Crockett, and Miranda Lambert and both races. So I don't think that that just let so that so two fifty gets you all that. Two fifty two I think yeah. that's about that. So that they're is, trying to get people to come to a concert and accidentally watch a race. Or come to a race and a concert breaks out. Hmm. But I mean that if for a for a weekend that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. A weekend I think that's very that's an experience. I mean, that's I, I more think, than just a race. I, I think there's a lot of times that, that I'm glad they're Putting a lot yeah, of things that's good. together. I'm, I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be. You know, two sixty nine for the weekend, and then you got to pay probably fifteen <laughs> to twenty dollars a beer and seven dollars for a water. Parking should be cheap. So hey. basically, Jason can cheap. get drunk really easily, and you're gonna get. Spent <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go broke. <laughs> I mean, look when when there's been a lot of sporting venues I've been to, and and teams that aren't good teams, if they can still sell tickets, they make it the place to be. It's the place to be. At that particular time, and it just so happens there's a sporting event going on. I mean, there was a time when, you know, some of these Charlotte teams are terrible, and and fans don't support that if you don't make it the no, place to be. It's got to be fun. Right now, the perfect example of that is that that f-ing baseball team. What's it? Um, oh God, what is the name of that? Savannah team? Bananas. Yes. Like they're I don't even like oh, they're like the globe trotters. Old knows who they are. The globe trotters of yeah, the the they do that baseball funny stuff. world. Yeah, I've they, seen like. Them. You can't. They're coming to Cannapolis in a couple of months, and you can't get out. a ticket. Like it's like make it something that everybody wants to go see. Savannah bananas. Savannah bananas. Look them up. They're huge on like. <laughs> I've seen that. They, they, do that they do funny are, things. Are you yeah. kidding me? Uh, no. Andrew has a hat. There you go. See, <laughs> there they are. That's how popular they are. That's how popular but they're they popular are. to that young demographic. I mean, yeah. Bodie's freaking ten years old. But if, no, I think I think Chicago thing. Look, they, here's the thing. I don't know a lot of people that I've talked to that don't live in Chicago that are willing to go into Chicago on July 4th for this race, right? Make that is what it is. So if you're going to have a fortunate and a good, successful event, you're going to have to get people in Chicago to come out to it. Well, how do you get them to come out to it? Hopefully it's just to see the chain smokers and watch a race. Well, you bring other names in, right? And yeah. they're trying new things. If they weren't trying new things, doing the same old, same old, then we'd be complaining about that. Well, my, so. issue, my only issue with that is we're trying new things, and you're, you're making it seem like, okay, we're going to trial run, but we we signed a three-year deal with this deal, didn't we? Like, I remember, like, I remember they announced, I thought it was a three-year deal when they first announced it. So, like, what if it sucks? Like, <laughs> what if it's a problem this year? Well, uh, we're going to try it again next year? Like, it's, you know, it's New York. <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> but if you're, if you're locked in there, what do you do? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's good to see them stack in the weekend, though. We've always said there yeah. should be. I mean, we say that every week. And, you know, we, I, you know, not that Dierk Bentley is not a great performer, but like that's the biggest name you can get for the Super Bowl. You know, I, you know, I don't know. They got bigger names coming to the Chicago race. Yeah. <laughs> Four bigger names, actually. Yeah. Minimum three years for Chicago. So I hope it's good because we're going back twice more. 
Moving on, Kyle Busch shares in Daytona pre-race that Joe Gibbs was going to pay him with his own money to stay with the team in 2023. Um, and per Tom Rinaldi's interview, Bush said he couldn't accept Joe's personal money, which is why it didn't work out. Spot on, spot off, TJ. There's got to be more to this, this because this, this, I don't care where you get it from. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, right? Do you, I mean, Must be the money. Yeah, you if you're care. getting paid, you're getting paid, right? If Tom Brady signs up, I mean, essentially, it's all Joe's money, right? I mean, it, the teams, the sponsors paying Joe, Joe's yeah. paying the driver. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if Tom Brady signs a fifty million dollar, you know, million dollar deal for you know whatever many years, and he gets, you know, if he gets on an airplane, there's a briefcase in the back with, you know. 10 million. Does he think he's going to not turn it down? I don't want, I'm not, it's a briefcase money. I don't want this. Yeah. PR 101 here, man. Just take the high road. Like, why are we still talking about this? Yeah. It's a new chapter, a new team. You're going out to run the Daytona 500. Why, why are you and Gibbs still going back and forth? Why is Toyota still involved? Why, why are we still locked? Take the high road. Let this, that chapter close. That's lucky money. Start, start the next chapter. <laughs> I mean, we, we said on the show, he had an opportunity to stay at Joe Gibbs racing last year. And for whatever reason, that didn't work out. Well, once it didn't work out, things went south and they split. So, I mean, we could we could stand up here all day and keep beating a dead horse, but at the end of the day, Toyota, Joe Gibbs, Kyle Busch need to take the high road publicly and move on. Agreed. That, that, listen, I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> I don't get the quote because it it's Joe's money. And Joe's not – I mean, they really, got in, they really got a negotiation and Joe said, listen, I'm going to take this out of my personal account. Right. Like, We'll go over here to the Wells Fargo and, uh, yeah. you know. Like, well, if it was me, I'd be like, Kyle, I got $1,500 I can give you. Stay here. <laughs> like, I got, that enticing. I, I don't understand that. But well, it, top it, of the $5 million we offered you, here's $1,500 more. <laughs> is that, that going to get you excited? Oh, boy. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. That's right. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's move on to Reaction Theater. Yeah, this is Andrew. I am the Brett Griffin Fan Club president of the Indiana chapter. Finally, yes! Way to go, Josh! Way to go! The data tells me that Bubba still sucks. Freddie, you can't see I just want to say, I'm not drunk. My great-grandma could outrun him, and she's 98. Reaction Theater rolls in three, two, one. 12.36 on Saturday before the 500, watching the Xfinity cars qualifying. And Anthony Alfredo sits on top of the leaderboard in a car that's faster than Alex Bowman. This is a joke. Listen, that I don't know. Was anybody watching Xfinity qualifying? Or you probably at the track peeing, but uh, <laughs> like I was trying a, to anyway. Xfinity qualifying. Oh. That 
I don't know. I'm assuming it was just the way the wind worked out. But you know how they had the ghost cars. Mm-hmm. Well, Alfredo goes, and he was in a BJ McLeod car. And, like, he made up five car lengths on a back straightaway. Like, they're literally, like, coming down a back straightaway, and you can't see my hands, obviously, but they're coming down a back straightaway, and then he just drives by the guy in front of him. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell was that? And I thought, like, the, the other night, I'm like, oh, the thing's broke again. Well, nope, he was three-tenths faster than the guy. I was like, what the what just happened? And they're like, the only thing that makes sense, unless he had a nitro button in there, was that like he just got some lucky ass gust of wind that that propelled him by which, everybody. Which wind is a oh, big factor? It's huge, yeah. So and you yeah. saw a big headwind for a lot of the other guys. So I think that maybe it probably just died out for him. Yeah. Um, but it was really funny to watch the because it was like the next ten cars in line until Parker went. Like they'd be like even, 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 and then he would just drive away from him or drive by him down the back straightaway. I'm dropping the hammer. Like, what the hell just happened right there? But yeah, the I I saw that where the I guess the Cup cars were the slowest in the qualifying this year. So. Fast pasta. Yep, fast pasta. This is ridiculous on Fox. There's a wreck happening while they're in commercial. They played their full commercial break while you know we're trying to figure out who's in the wreck, how bad the damage is, what cars are on pit road. And they just keep playing commercial after commercial after commercial, knowing full well that as soon as they come back from commercial, they're going to do two replays and then go right into a commercial because it's the yellow flag. Like, come on, Fox, you got to do a better job about this. My whole timeline was full of people complaining uh, yeah. about uh, their viewing experience on Fox. I, feel like so I don't little, know. I feel like that one, no, that one I don't know about, though, yeah. because like you're just wait a second, like followed Bob on Twitter. He'll tell you who's in the wreck or. Like if there's a wreck happening, what yeah. do you want them to do? Cut to the car sitting in the grass? Like, yeah, just just come like run your commercial out. So hopefully you don't have one in the green later. And probably it, causes more issues if you don't finish that commercial. Yeah, just and, cut like cut when you come back. Go oh look here, like you said, here's yeah we had a wreck. Here's the replay. You know the one thing that and I this do, isn't new. This happened all yeah. the time back in the day. The one thing that I I do wish, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing because we want to see more. Is that there are more post race coverage. I heard there was like nothing. Yeah, but it was also because the race went so long. But I do think like it's a good thing because we want to see more. We want to hear more. We, like, I mean, that's just NASCAR fans wanting to see it all. Um, I, I do wish that there was more. I know it was 200 and something, 30 laps, but it was only four hours. So what was the block? You know, what would you have time know. blocked out for that? Like, so if we went to overtime, it was going to be, I mean, you should at least have a five or six hour block, I think, for the Daytona 500. Like, it's always going to be. Somewhere between three and four hours. <clears throat> I think this this little off topic, but the front stretch interview, I think ruins the team X like this everything. Like it's all you don't you don't really like the, after the first celebration, everything after that is kind of downplayed, right? Um, I think so. Any, anyway, I mean, maybe I, you see it, you watched it, but I, I, not a fan. I'm not uh, a fan. We've either. said that. I, I mean, want to see the Dale Jr. on here. We lane. had Dale Jr. on here talking about it. Like, uh, and I mean, I know what they're going for. They're going for that Kentucky Derby moment where the horse just crossed the finish line and the other reporter and on a horse comes and catches up to him. And you know, well, they, we uh, had that. Yeah, we had that in Victory but, Lane. No, but I mean, one hundred percent, we did. Like, let the guy. Yeah, I, man, I'm with you. I, I just put him back in victory. Lane I enjoyed watching the burnout or the celebration, no matter what they did. And then right. To and victory then while lane. they drove to, to victory lane, you interviewed second and third and then hold the guy in the car for a hot second till we're ready. Mm-hmm. Boom. Get him out. Like that's nostalgic what's for me. The, what's the most for me? I have one, but like, what's the most iconic victory celebration you can remember at Daytona? Um, 
Would it not be Dale Earnhardt oh, driving, driving down, down pit road, road yeah. shaking the hand of uh, every crew member? Well, yeah, I mean, he but did, did the but that, three in the infield first. Yeah. And well, no, he didn't. That was he was did that, and then he pulled into the infield. Yeah. But if like if they were doing an interview on the front straightaway there, that like them guys aren't going to be sitting there waiting on him to come down no. pit road the whole. You know, like like let let it be natural. Yeah. Like let him celebrate, get down to pit road, get to victory lane, be with his team, like. The 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 energy from the team is way more than just the guy. The driver's getting out. excitement's going to be more when he has a hundred people around him, wait for him to get out and celebrate right there. That how, I mean, how is that not more than getting out by yourself? And how, you know, you got some people that stay, some people that leave. But I mean, if you're going to do, that's why I think they should do victory lane right on the front stretch with everything. Get everyone right there. Yeah, hard to do at a place like that, maybe. But I don't know. Man, Corey LaJoy really is just a class act. It's so nice of him to cut his mullet off and donate that hair to Joey Logano because Joey just looks <laughs> so much younger now. Corey, you're a great guy. <laughs> people are uh, people are infatuated with Logano's new hair. Hey man, that's a, listen. Logano's a smart guy. Like he's getting he's getting some new hair and he's getting paid to do it. So congratulations to him. I I told <laughs> I, I look I been on this a while. I told several guys in this sport that were drivers they needed to go get hair because if they don't have a, mar- a hat on it i mean they're less marketable I, and i mean i'm talking about guys that could wheel it like jason keller um and, and matt kenseth was smart enough to realize i probably need to get hair because if you don't have hair you need to be just completely bald because from a sponsorship perspective you're not going to spend four or five hundred thousand dollars on a photo shoot and, and not being a good looking guy and and I know Joy's catching a lot of shit for this, but we've seen other drivers make other changes to their appearances. In Hollywood, they get praised for doing this kind of stuff. I think, you know? the, I think the big thing with Joey is we've gone from like kind of really, really little to yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know? Like there's no, there was no in between there. <laughs> yeah. We went from like some, some, a few snips to some, a floby. I mean, a floby. <laughs> floby. Yeah, I mean, he definitely he definitely went all out. Hey, I mean, hey, listen, he has zero idea what that is. But if I Neither was rich, one of them do. if I was rich, I might go get me some hair. Hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, it's working. You keep telling me you are rich. When are you get, I get actually some hair? know of a few people who are uh, who've looked into hair clubs. So Ooh. hey, it's working for sponsorship. Yeah. I'm not going to name names. I think I, there's a couple guys everybody should be able to figure yeah. out. Chad? I mean, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Austin got word from Pop Pop. He told him to block like heck. He said, make that number three car six lanes wide, even if it causes a wreck. But the plan went bad when Joey got a run, but Austin kept blocking for Bush. Then everybody started wrecking when Willie B gave Austin a push. We'll line him back up again. It's NASCAR overtime. It ain't the Daytona 500, it's the Daytona. 529 well this race takes skill this race takes luck but today it took a man named ricky it took brad darty over mj it took being from mississippi and i think ricky deserves it cause of all the big wrecks he missed and everybody seems to be happy for him except danica patrick's pissed that old mississippi ricky
That's a good. Uh, one. Even Caleb knew that you didn't touch the back of the three. There. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was just damage control going on in there, so <laughs> he wasn't mad. That's really listen. It's it's you know we kind of glossed over a little bit, but it's awesome for Ricky. Awesome for yeah. uh, Ted and Jody Kashector. Yeah, that team. Um, Mike Kelly, Mike Kelly, and Ricky have been together forever. Mike Kelly's kind of followed Ricky almost everywhere he went. They're mm-hmm. super close. Mike's a really good guy. Great people. He too. tried to spot for a week. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. Hey, it's a good thing it didn't work out for good him. Good thing that didn't Look work out. Look at him. I forgot about that. He went from a one-week spotter. It ain't as easy as it looks on TV. I'm going to tell you all that right now. People think it's easy. It ain't that easy. Uh, yeah, one-week spotter to a Daytona 500 won the crew chief. Good for him, man. And like you said, I mean, it doesn't matter where you see Ricky at. If you see him at Millbridge or you see him at Chili Bowl or you see him wherever, there's a lot of times Mike was with him. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as, as we all know, it's great to win with friends. My so. buddy uh, Travis Young is crew, uh, car chief over there, too, so it's good to see him uh, get a win. Hey, so look, win for the little guy, right? Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing, right? Ricky Stenhouse's team, we call him the little guy. Where are they finishing points last year? Like 30th? Yeah. There's, there's a few storylines going to come out of this. He just took a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, for now. Most likely. Yeah, yeah probably. Just put himself in the all-star race. Awesome. Put himself in the clash because we know that everybody's in the clash. Um, but but this is not – we talk about this team being – you know, I even call it a little guy. That is, they have the sponsorship. They're not sitting – on, on, you know, B.J. McLeod's money or, or, you know, Front Row Motorsports money even. I mean, this this team has a lot of sponsorship, and, and it, it, they need to perform, right, because Kroger's been a part of their, their program forever um, because Schechter's, like you said, great great business people, been around the sport for a very, very long time. Uh, this win will obviously put them on a big stage, but now you got to maintain this. you got to go to Fontana and qualify top 15 and run top 15. If you go out there and you're 27th and lapped, you know, at the end of the race, you, what would you really accomplish? You're going to have a Daytona 500 win and a trophy, but you've got to elevate now. Ricky's got to stop crashing so much. We all know he gets in too many bad positions. And Ricky's a great race car driver, I, I believe. I, I met him when he came into the sport, worked with him some at Roush Racing back then. It wasn't Roush Fenway. Kislowski racing at the time um when him, him and Trevor Bain got there like it was like which one of these two are going to be better and then Ricky got let go from Roush for wrecking too much and he's got to now go elevate his game elevate their game because now you're talking about a playoff run which is a big deal for this team yeah and, and I was I was listening to uh Denny's podcast on the way in here and he said that's it's essentially like a three million dollar win for them because on top of whatever it paid to win the race you just jumped 15 spots in the standings because the worst Easily. you're going to finish now is 16th as long as we don't have 17 winners. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the worst you're going to finish is 16th. Mm-hmm. He said that's like six seven $700,000 just in the differentiating. Then, you know, you got the historical money from the charters. So, like, that was a big win yesterday just for them. And like you said, now you got to back it up. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, one looking at the rundown here, I think there's uh, some some – you know, people that probably deserve a shout out is probably uh, Riley for finishing top ten. I mean, that's that's a good run. I seen both. I think Rick, where's Cody? Fifteenth. Uh, I think both Rick Ware cars yeah, he, in the top fifteen. Yeah, he did 15th. well. Yeah, fourteenth. So great run for that that team. Uh, Zane with a solid finish with thirteenth. Pastrana eleventh. Um, those are solid runs for those guys, man. And Pastrana would have been probably top five. It's five to seven if he doesn't get wrecked because we were on the top. He was following us, 
and we had a head of steam with Logano and Kyle in front of us coming down the back, and who knows what would happen down the back or three. I and really four, wanted but, to finish because we were on the bottom. We had Chris behind us, and we yeah. were we were going it, the middle was going backwards. But. Yeah. Speaking of Chris, he's got to have a good year too. I mean, he, he's another guy that he's got to have a good year. Yeah. Contract year, I think. I can't confirm that, but like he, he's he's a guy that. He's got to have a good year. I mean, you're going to look around, and at some point, somebody's got to be able to say, hey, I'm good enough to go get in that four car. Right? Who's that going to be? Because it's a weird year for free agencies. I was talking about uh, this with Jordan Bianchi yesterday on pit road. Um, that That's going to be – and look, I've seen guys ask to get out of contracts too. You know what I mean? So it's going to be curious to see what Stuart Haas Racing does. I say it on here all the time. Every organization that, that, that is going to be powerful has to have an A-level driver. And when Kevin Harvick leaves Stuart Haas Racing – they will not have one in the Cup Series. They're going to have to find one. And if they don't, their program's going to struggle. And the reason why, it's easy for me to say that, you guys say, why is he saying that? Because when you put Kyle Busch in a car and you put Tyler Reddick in a car, you now know I have evaluated my car and my program. How good am I? Because they're going to get all they can get out of the car. And there are other drivers, unfortunately, on teams that you know they got to have all the right things go the right way for them to have a chance to win on any given Sunday. But when you put the studs in there, you put a Denny Hamlin in there, Joy Logano in there, when they crawl out of that car, you're not sitting there looking at the driver going, man, I don't know if he can get the job done. But when you have a guy like that on you in your organization, and there was a time when Joe Gibbs Racing had three out of four that were all A-level guys. But when you don't have that A-level guy, you cannot evaluate how good is your equipment. Prime example why Chris Rice went and hired AJ. I'm a dinger to run road courses. Let's see how good our road course program is. And in, while doing so, we know he's going to make it better. And he made other drivers around him better. Justin Haley, Ross Chastain, guys like that. So when you hear me say you got to have an A-level guy, that's why. Yeah. And you, like one of the things that, that not, I shouldn't say it really surprised me, but I wasn't expecting was – uh, that Alex Bowman extension, like we were talking about it, you know, in the off season of, you know, Bowman's kind of been the odd man out over there really hasn't performed obviously as well as Larson and, and Chase. And, you know, this is going to be a contract year for him and he had to step up and apparently his deal had already been done because uh, he's got at least a three year extension over there. I seen Ally, Ally was five years, which we talked about that last show, I think was, you know, Ally is going to be there no matter what. That's no matter you know, what that they can essentially pick their drivers. So, uh, it's good to see Alex. Uh, but who uh, would you have picked to replace him? Like right now? I don't least. know. You know, there's guys out there like it, somebody uh, did a poll the other day and asked me who, if, if I was Stuart house, who would I put in the four car? My answer was Eric Jones. Um, just, a, a, I think he's a super talented race car driver. He gives me a lot of Joey Logano vibes of, you know, didn't work out the first time at Stuart Haas. I mean, at, uh, at Gibbs and maybe he learned a lesson from that and he, and he's getting the most out of that 43 car that anybody has in a while. So, you know, it's, you know, it's, I think that would be a natural choice for me. So, man, same thing. And you look at Alex Bowman, though. Alex Bowman has won cup races four years in a row. Four years in a row. Mm -hmm. That's, that's not an easy feat. One, one year, obviously, just two years ago, he had a four win season, um, seven wins total in his career. I, I, I don't know why you would not. Resign Alex. No, Bowman no, I for didn't. Me. Like I think but he's. You, you're referencing to in comparison to the rest of the guys. I yeah. think I think he's your guy. Um, and what what was the last organization you were talking about right there? Me? Yeah, Stuart Haas. Stuart Haas. Well, I Eric said Jones. I said Eric Jones. I mean, at the Legacy Motor Club, right? Um, man, there's like Jimmy comes in, Richard Petty's out, Richard Petty's throwing quotes around about it. Like, there's there's that a, whole deal struck me as strange. Which part? All of it. I mean. The, the me, Once again, take the like, high road publicly. Yeah, why, like, why is Richard Petty like saying Richard, something? I, and I don't. I think that this the only thing that makes sense to me 
is this would be upsetting to him because the petty name is gone because it's not like Richard's been the owner or, you know, he, he hasn't been the owner since I worked there. You know, Andrew Merstein was the majority owner of, you know, the, the, what do you call it? Medallion cab, medallion bank guy. And he um, came in and bought it from Gillette, Everham, yeah, right? So, like, so Richard, like, Petty Enterprises has long been out of business, yeah. people. So, like, Richard's been more of an ambassador to the sport or ambassador to the team. I know he was, you know, still maybe, I think he was partial owner when we were at RPM, but I'm pretty sure when they went to Petty GMS, Maury bought him completely out. It was Maury was the owner and Richard was more the ambassador. Um, so, I don't know. I Now, they did make a lot of front office changes. Uh, you know, Richard's son-in-law, Brian Moffitt, was over there. He was the CEO at RPM. He was the, I think he was like the executive vice president when they merged with uh, Petty GMS. He's no longer there. Philippe Lopez was there for a long time. He's no longer there. So I could see him being maybe upset that some of his people got pushed out and the Petty name got kind of taken off the over the board over there. But I, I don't like when he says Jimmy's coming making all the decisions. Like he hasn't been running the show for a, quite a while, I think. Yeah. And Jimmy had a good run going too. Jimmy did. And he looked like he was having a lot of fun. So Yeah, he said he had fun after race. He said it was awesome to not have to worry about stage points, to just go out there and race and try to do well. And they yeah. asked him, what's your uh, future plans? And he said, well, the plan is to run another race before Chicago. So it's good to have Jimmy like here. It. Yeah, I'm happy for him, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Great yep. for the team, too. To leave an audio message 24-7, head to anchor.fm slash clear and click the message icon. We'll be sure to keep playing the best ones each week on the show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is time for the Ask DBC question of the week. Don't forget to send in your questions on Twitter each week using hashtag AskDBC, and we'll be sure to answer the best ones. This first one is from Blake Raider. What are your thoughts on the blurring out of the digital dashes, which was a huge topic yesterday, um, and, and what could teams be learning from that? If they show that in-car camera again with all that blurry going on i'm telling you oh my gosh y'all I can't it's so bad because it doesn't just blur out the dash oh, it blurs out half it the, blurs out it, half the screen and, and and i don't even care about the dash like <laughs> put put a privacy screen on the dash like do something <laughs> we can't be in 2023 <laughs> with this pixelated i'm telling you i mean it, it goes you know I, what that you know what you're miss, gonna, miss pac-man had better graphics you know than you got. 50 you know what you just ordered up what now we're going to have sponsor logos on the dash whenever you show instead of the blur. I mean, so. good. That's a great that's idea, That's what they honestly. should do. Like, <laughs> I watch the Ranger games, at, and, and the boards are different. Like, the TV can place always, sponsors saw, yeah, on the yeah. boards that aren't really there. So for what... Put your sponsor on the dash. For those who may not be as close to it, explain what information is should be kept confidential on the dash. I would say the that dash. the biggest thing that they're worried about is... I think is it's our Wi-Fi password is, for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, is, that is true. Can you share that? <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I would say the engine temperature is probably the most concerning thing that they don't want to share. I don't know. I feel like everybody probably knows yeah. where everybody's running, but th there's really nothing else on the dash. I mean, we have, I, I don't even know what we have on there. It's, there's a lot of information, but I don't think any of it, the, the engine temp would probably be what I think is. Nobody's getting our lap time. What, we are not. Yeah. Getting yeah I mean, up. there's lap times on there. <laughs> there's obviously shift like our pit road lights. Um, uh, I think there's, 
throttle uh, percentage on there on ours, you know. So I can just tell you, a fan watching at home, it is brutal when they show that shot. We and watched I, it. In-car cameras we are my favorite shots in any form of motorsports. And somebody at Fox called me after I sent out a tweet going, this is brutal, fix it. We got it fixed. We got this new technology. You know, these things got approved late. We didn't get an opportunity to test them. Here's another reason why you should have ran practice. Because guess what? You could have tested that in-car camera before the duels on Thursday. Uh, so one thing I saw is the helmet. The helmet, helmet cam's gone. The or the eye, whatever the, they call that. Yeah, the helmet the cam. The little one is yeah. The, the one that Dale so, did is the camera. Helmet cam's gone. Yeah, it ain't it, coming it, back. It's like it's like a pin. It's it looks like a little button. Yeah, like Dale tweeted. Dale tweeted. Yeah, looks like well, I don't mean time. like pin. I mean like a pin. Oh yeah. 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 So but but that, the helmet cam's done. Yeah. yeah. The, I when I saw some replays of that, the sound was different. Really? Did you not hear it? it, it I didn't they play that like. Like, I'll, I'll watch on mute. They watch a guy go into a wreck, and he's going to drive. Like, I watched one from Ross, maybe, and he's going to this wreck, and he's still wide open down on the apron off the – and he's spinning out wide open still, and I'm like – It did. It was all consistent. Like, there was all – So, they're not playing the – I don't know if they can't play the audio. There is no audio with it or something like that. But, like, it was like he's wrecking, and he's like, Wah! I'm like, nah. This is weird. That is weird. So, Andrew just sent us a note. Per Adam Stern this morning – NASCAR is working with teams who have driver eye cameras for the Daytona 500 to see if they will agree. To, oh, this was for yesterday. Yeah, it, yeah. It I didn't guess happen. they didn't agree to it because <laughs> I saw. But but I mean, listen that. And then what was the other thing we were watching? Oh, we were watching qualifying. And who was it? Harvick run the apron all yeah. the way around the racetrack. Yeah. I don't know what he was yeah. doing. <laughs> the ghost, they got the ghost car, and it's it, it gets a little. Oh, a little yeah. fudged up sometimes. I <laughs> sometimes. was there. Harvick so went funny. down in the one and just drove. Like they got him laid over each other in the one and then Harvick's car just drives on the apron and passes the guy. <laughs> so they've also, they come to the start finish sign and like the uh, the car on the main car beats the ghost car, but yet runs. Lap times, <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was like, wait, I said to the Brett, we were in Oyster Pub watching I qualifying. Was, and I was like, yeah. wait a minute, that guy beat yeah. him on the racetrack, but the lap time was slower. Yeah, yeah, I probably saw the same thing I was watching. I was like, there's no... He got him. He got... No, he's second. This next one is from Shannon Wilson. When it comes to making deals on the roof, like, will they let me in or will they follow me? What kind of leverage can you use? And what do you say to make the deal good for them? Just Freddy. lie, usually. Just lie to them. And say, we'll help you out. Yeah, we'll help you out later. We'll and then they like, screw you. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. You go down there and it, like you're trying to come up with a deal that's mutually beneficial to both of you, but you're really just trying to help yourself and you know the other guy's trying to help himself. So, you know, you, you, you strike deals based upon what's going on at the moment, but the deals up there kind of, I don't know. I don't really put much stock into them. You know, if, it's kind of like if you're at the back and you need to make something happen, you go to a guy and say, I'm going to go to the top. Why don't you come with me? All right, we're going to go. So I'll tell Bubba, we can go to the top here. The 20 is going to go with us or whoever. And we do that and see if it works. But when you're up front there, I don't, I don't trust anybody. And listening to Denny's podcast, I know he mentioned a little bit around manufacturers and working with each other. Um, is it typically you would work with a manufacturer on the yeah, roof or is it yeah. anybody? You, like we've even split up now on the roof to where we're basically all split up by manufacturers. Used to be stand wherever you want. And now, like we stand with all the Toyota guys. I think most of the Ford guys, except for TJ, stand with the Ford guys. TJ hasn't moved to his spot. He's still down there with us hanging out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we have meetings all week about basically when we're going to pit, what's, you know, what sequence we think the pit stops are going to go. 
Um, you know, and then you just try to find like we're talking about, you know, that the point where we got wrecked in the race, we were trying to find there was three Toyotas lined up up front. We get two more up there. Now we got a strong line of five Toyotas leading a top line. We were that we were going to be pretty content with that for a while. And uh, that didn't work out for us. But I think after we got shucked out of there, the 1911, them guys stayed up there for a while. So, well, you they know, blocked everybody off a of pit road that one time about cause a big wreck. So. Did they? Uh, kind of. It's yeah. more methodical than it's ever been because of what Freddie just alluded to. You have more teams with more cars out there. I mean, obviously you can have up to four, but then you have alliances within your four. So if you're RCR, you got colleague, right? Then you have the OEM alliances where you're getting team orders. At the end of the race, though, the majority of these deals are off. If you if you got a late race restart, you don't know how many teammates are left in the race. You don't know how many OEM buddies are up there. I mean, I looked at Logano yesterday, and I was like, man, he's the best plate racer out there currently in the top five, and he's screwed right here on this restart. At the end of the day, it comes down to something Del Jarrett told me a long time ago. When you take the white flag at a Daytona Talladega style racetrack, you want your momentum to be going forward. If you've missed a block or you've missed a bad restart or something, you're you're toast. You got to be going forward on the last lap of the race to give yourself a chance to win. What about two to go? Well, you might as well do it with two to go now because we know we don't, the race is over at the white. So I was talking about expanding. That's, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, y'all might want to work on that. I just want you to. I just want you to tell me how the meeting goes. You who's going to? I'm not. Who's, who's going to chew I, I, everybody's I ass? Listen, Let's I'm, at least get that part I'm, out there. I'm not feeling well. Who's who is I, chewing people's ass? I don't know. Is it Dale Jr.? I don't know. Is it L.W. Miller? Can we put is it like Kelly a Earnhardt? <laughs> you want you want me to FaceTime? Yeah, let's you FaceTime him Jr. Now. So, so we want to know who's going to chew their asses. Which one of y'all is it? So uh, my buddies Brad and uh, Bobby were in town, and they were hanging out with Noah. They're, they're buddies with him, so they were in Noah's butts watching the uh, watching the race and watching the Xfinity race, I should say. And they said that they were going off about like how did they. F- this up i can't believe they screwed this up how did they pull this off this guy's an idiot this one's an idiot they turned around and uh kelly was sitting there with them <laughs> and i don't know how that went that's funny <laughs> they were probably too drunk to notice that yeah. she was in there but i Boy. thought that was hysterical when they told me that Saturday maybe night. they all three chew their asses <laughs> like somebody's got to chew somebody's ass i don't get <laughs> I, like maybe this isn't the proper wording we should be using but oh it's our podcast say whatever we want I just, Jr's i'm got just really happy Del Jr's happier with us three than he is his four drivers <laughs> that's a fact i'm just i'm <laughs> just glad he has that justin allgaier hat on so we can celebrate it is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. <laughs> oh, uh, this Close. is a perfect segue to what an idiot. What an idiot, man.
Brett. I've already said you, mine. Uh, yeah, I've, I've said mine. My one idiot is Brett. Picked his own guy and didn't make the race. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Thanks for no practice, partly. Appreciate you. TJ. There, there's a, a lot. I, I, yeah, and I hate to give it to some. There's some really inexperienced people in ARCA. <laughs> I mean, oh. it's when the race director tells you to get in front of another car for four laps, or not four laps, it, it, two, it was legit two laps. That's and, seven minutes. And you don't do it, and you're told multiple times, and it, it's just guys don't listen. And then, you know what? ARCA doesn't choose, so they just double up at the line. Thank God they don't choose. Well, <laughs> <Could> you imagine? <laughs> here's what happens is... It'll be terrible. You know when that guy decided he wanted a spot? When? After we already doubled up. <laughs> of course. And then... He comes up there and wedges in, and, and they put him in front of another car. When that that moves that guy back a row when he shouldn't be there, so it's just you. Sh- I don't know. There's just a lot of guys that. How about I, I might change my wood idiot? I don't <laughs> even know who it was, but somebody sent me a video of I think it was the ten car trying to get going, and he drives. He tries An to Arca? drive. Yeah, his Arca race. He was on the apron, and he tries to drive straight up the banking. And like gets his car oh. hung up. I don't. I, I wish I could remember. Oh, he he beached like, it. He beached it basically. <laughs> but yeah, Murphy was the one that tweeted it. Brian Murphy. I have to go back and find. We it. were also catching a lap car, and the guy we were catching, he he, we're thirty mile an hour faster than this guy, and he hits the apron and the dog leg. Wow. What do you think happens next? I think uh, we all close our eyes. No, yeah. yeah. Well, he he. He starts straddling and wiggling. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, oh, God. He's, oh God. And he's then he, coming up. He finally got a little bit like, why? If you're getting lapped in ARCA, just get against the wall. Right. Um, I'll give whoever uh, fixes the golf carts or takes care of the golf carts. You have track. more golf cart issues than anybody. It I wasn't me. About. She crashed at one at Kansas. Uh, no, I'd like to apologize for <laughs> holding up traffic. Uh, no, that was Brett's fault right Listen there. Listen to her. She's getting, hey, she's getting worked hey, up, man. I pulled the move of all moves getting out of there last night, by the way. I, I, went, yeah. out, I went out to turn four side. Yeah. And right as I got there, here comes the old police escort. And I okay. Just ha- I saw I you just go have, by. I just happened to have myself a black navigator. So I, boop, lights on and, <laughs> and jumped in line. Well, I, I think hey, I you saw you. better be careful. Your police stories are getting frequent <laughs> over <there. laughs> What What happens if, what do they do? I mean, what? can they, do they really pull know? Over. They tell you get out of line. Okay, yeah, but by, by that time, you're all, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was already out. That was good. Oh, I thought well, it was Well, I apologize for holding up traffic on International Speedway Boulevard for trying to cross the street and my um, <laughs> You were trying cart. to cross the International Speedway Boulevard in a golf cart. Well, you can. It's to go across to, ICE, to the NASCAR building. That's where you park all the carts. And <laughs> yeah, uh, it broke down in the middle of the street. So I'm really sorry for holding up traffic. Listen and then me. it looked really awkward because you were having, you had to like choke the thing at the bottom and just oh, looked Casey, inappropriate. Just and I'm really sorry if there's videos. No, just um, quit it. Anytime. Stop it. Let's move on to <laughs> DVC picks. No, I just want to no. tell, I just wish I had the picture of the golf car that I rented. It cost more than my hotel room for speed weeks. First of all, yep. it had no windshield in it. It went 3.2 miles an hour. And when you would press the gas, it was like a 10-second delay for it to go. Casey, am I exaggerating about how these golf carts are? No. no. I, nope. It's unbelievable what we get charged to rent pieces. Like, if you're going to charge me a bunch of money, give me something nice. Can you just bring your own? And I'm not trying to call, like, I feel bad because I don't want to talk negatively about anybody. But, man, I was so embarrassed on the middle of this, like, crowded highway. Police was, they're directing traffic. And I look like an idiot. So Did you get off and push it? 
Uh, she choked it. <laughs> Somebody push you. The people behind me. Oh my goodness! The choke so, doesn't work when the battery when the, when the motor's already warmed up. You got to choke before it's warmed up. Is, Let's move on to what uh, DVC picks. Who won? I actually won the first oh race of the year at Daytona by picking <laughs> Kislowski. So thanks, TJ. Um, yeah, well, you were looking, you were looking good for a while. <laughs> I could have picked Cody Ware and beat her. That's the sad part. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Jimmy I Johnson know. finished thirty first, so Freddie got second. Uh, TJ picked Justin Haley, who finished thirty second, and what an idiot! Brett picked <laughs> Chandler Smith, who unfortunately did not make the race. I want Kyle Larson. Okay, TJ. Ah uh, man, wow, we're we're swinging for the fence. We going for it already? Go I mean, big. you have to. I'll go... Uh, making y'all have to swing for the fence. I don't know if I'm swinging for the fence. I'll go with a guy that rebounded last year um, and then got destroyed by his teammate. I'll go with Chase Elliott. No, actually, I'm changing my damn mind. I'm going with Alex Bowman. There you go. He won there two That's years ago. I, that was going to be my... If I wanted to swing, that was going to be my pick. I'm going to take Eric Jones. And he was faster last year. I, Bowman likes that place. I will take Eric Almirola. Eric Almavola. And I would like to get credit Are for not, actually starting off strong this season because I got a lot of sh- last yeah, year. So finished 22nd Casey, one. Congratulations. It's Daytona. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's Daytona. And yeah, last year Daytona. I sucked. I tried to pick a driver uh, who wasn't even on your own this year. Are you getting help? Where's Mapes? Tyler? Um, Mapes helped me a little bit. I have not Bobby reached Lonzo's out to Tyler show. yet, but Tyler, feel free to help me out. It's going to be cool out there, boys. Cool. It's going to be wet. I think it's supposed be. to like snow before. It's going to be 35 at night and 50 during the day in good old Fontucky. Uh, last I looked, it was 90% chance of rain every day we're there. You know NASCAR is in town when it rains on the West Coast. Well, you can't really say that it's going to be. That's a weird place for rain. Hold on. Let me go back. Let's try. But California has been very wet this year. But what I saw, it was definitely a chance of rain on a lot of days and 30 and 50. Uh, 50 degrees there is cold on that roof, too. 95% chance of rain Thursday, 44 degrees. We don't 90, what's the wind? What 94 is the wind? 94% chance of rain on Friday. Ooh, uh, what's the wind? I need to 82 know 82 on Saturday. <laughs> 82% chance of rain on Saturday? Yeah. So, and 51 on Sunday. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. And the rain. Rain cha- the rain chances is only lower than 50 on the following Thursday. So are wow. we recording the podcast like the following Friday? I, we might this, be doing it remote. This looks to me like I'm going straight to Vegas. Do, do I need to fly out to Auto Club to record? Are you this coming podcast? to Vegas? Oh yes. my gosh! Oh, that's right. We're gonna sweep. Yeah, yeah. We have very, we very, all, yeah, few. very few tickets left. So very be sure few. to get on that right now. Yeah, if you're listening and you want to go, you better buy because there ain't going to be much buying opportunity left. No. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fun. But yeah, dude, I'm going to Vegas. You and the, think the I'm going to miss? In Vegas, I'm going to Vegas if we're not racing. Vegas is a good racing weekend. There. It is. Like it's it's you got the races are the timing's good of them. There's a lot going on there, and you got downtown Vegas. You got the Thunderbirds. You got the air show. Everything. Can't I'm, just, I'm just kind of I'm kind of emotional about this Fontana weekend though because I I love this racetrack. One of my favorite on the planet. And, it's a good racetrack. And yeah, if you have a chance to go, highly recommend this year. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good. Fontana's a great racetrack. The, the drivers have to be precise. The seams, they have to know what they're doing. Um, there's some bumps they got to deal with, some, some characteristics. Some. There's yeah, a lot of bumps well, they got to deal hey, with. Hey, but it's, it's I don't rough. mind. I don't it's mind good. characteristics it's of the track. To, yeah, you don't, you deal with certain things at places. You run the apron in three and four. Um, 
I mean, it, it, it's it's. I like going there. Who am I gonna go? You're not coming out there, obviously, right? Fontana. Yeah, I'm going Fontana. Are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. What day are we going to the Mexican food place? Um, I fly oh, out Friday <laughs> night, plenty. so I Friday night I'm kind of a wash. But Saturday, if you want to go to Mexican, we'll go to Mexican mariachi band. Mariachi band. What's it? Oh, I never. Know. I'll right. never remember the name. We either go there or Japanese. Yeah. Oh, that hibachi place is so good. Yeah, Tokyo. They always talk about that. Mariachi. Didn't he sing? Didn't somebody sing something? Oh, oh, no, there's like a 47 a, person band that come out. It's a, it's a, it's a show. If you yeah. don't, I don't know the name of the place. You don't I don't know. I did go to a, a restaurant in Daytona that I've never been to. What was the name up? The Garlic. It's really good. Uh, never shout been out to everyone I met at the Oyster Pub. When I was there and you guys weren't. So I felt well, like I was working. probably working. Yeah. <laughs> Try Whatever. that. Text me during the truck race. Hey, I'm at the Oyster Pub. What are you doing? I'm like, I'll yeah. probably we'll look at the TV. <laughs> no, I asked who you, I forgot that Jeez. you were, whatever, Casey I'm just going to not cover that Casey up. Casey put the qualifying <laughs> tape on, huh? All right, well, thank you, as always, to listening to DVC and these idiots over here. Um, don't forget to subscribe to Dirty Mo Media's YouTube page for videos from the show. Tell us how much you love us. Leave us a rating. It's and called PVs. That's the name of the Mexican place. With a PVs. Oh, Pancho Villas. Yeah, PVs. Yeah. Villas. Okay. Yeah. There's a Holiday Inn bar that's really good there, too. Jesus, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll be sure to go Brandon to Brandon McReynolds would love that place. Yeah. I've never seen anybody likes a hotel bar more than Brandon McReynolds. <laughs> oh, well, have a great week, everyone. Yeah, See thanks for soon. joining us. Hey, guess what, Freddie? What? It's a new NFL hey. season, so go Bills. <laughs> do I get to wreck you this week, or do you want to do, do you want to skip that? Fontana. Yeah, that's why I, I got think, you last I think year, it right? should be. Yeah, we're running top five. I think it's the favorite should be returned this week. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've been wrecked enough for the first two now, races this year. <laughs> I, I really feel like the favorite should be returned this week. Let's so. just skip it. Let's just skip How about it. just get, Let's just get, race. Wave me by. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all after Fontana, or hopefully, if we race. Well, word. There's a brand new episode of Actions Detrimental with Denny Hamlin out now. Head on over to see what Denny has to say. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you won't miss an episode. This bit of badassery was badassery was made by badassery. Dirty Mo Media. Dirty Mo.